Welcome to the Aligned Woman's Way, a podcast for women in business running at 110% with no off switch, sacrificing family, friends, and health while you're giving everything to your business. For those of you ladies that are smiling on the outside while secretly screaming on the inside, laying awake at night, being eaten alive by mother's guilt, or terrified of being caught out as a fraud, Let's talk about the shizzy everybody is thinking, but nobody is saying. Let's stop pretending that everything is okay and start living life on your terms. Get this podcast in your earbuds if you're ready to flick that switch and start doing life and business the aligned woman's way. Hello, everybody. This is Diane McKendrick, your coach, your mentor, and your guide. And today I am here with the amazing... Michelle Ann is giggling at her sister's We giggle every time because um, we're here again. It's a very last minute podcast. We're up to 163, I believe. And the topic is from your head to your heart. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that again because this is going to be a podcast that's really going to resonate and land with so many of you. So from your head to your heart. And with that, I'm going to hand straight over to Michelle Ann to take us on the journey from our head to our heart because we have both just been on it, deeply landed in our hearts at the moment. And, I mean, it's been a long journey since we were born, basically, and probably lifetimes before. But, Michelle, maybe, like, rewind to the, you know, you've been getting lots of messages lately about the Tony Robbins and the journey that we went on. Yeah, I'd love to share my journey, Diane, your internet's cut out so that that shut her up real quick look at that she's frozen everybody hopefully you can still hear me and she'll kick back in in a minute but yeah I'd love to take you on that journey because it's been as Di said a long time coming it's not something that's just happened overnight it's been the breadcrumbs that have come through over and over that I've followed and Diane's followed that's led us to this actual point of of feeling like all the pieces dropping in and everything coming in to true alignment. Diana's still frozen with a crazy look on her face on my Zoom, but that's okay. We'll keep talking. And it's it's been, as I said, a journey. It's been not a long time coming because we were born, we've lost it all together. I'm going to keep talking. This is the real deal. This is keeping things authentic. She'll jump back in and she is back. The internet is playing up, but we're being authentic and we're going to keep talking. So yeah, she's if, back- I, if I... What were you going to say? If I click out, you you just keep talking and telling me. I was going to keep talking. I don't need no bloody dark head sister staring at me. I can do it by myself. Anyway, Di might pop in and out with her internet. She's actually away at the moment down at Marimbula in New South Wales with her in-laws over Christmas. So I was just saying it has been a beautiful journey um, and these things don't just happen overnight. It's a matter of following the breadcrumbs and, and following your intuition and to a point where I think I don't think I know in the last couple of weeks, it's all landed for us. Uh, I've had a big realisation and some big aha moments and all the pieces are dropping in together and everything's suddenly become clearer. I've known a lot of this stuff for a while now, but I haven't been able to put it in a way or that I can get it across to the world. But finally, something's clicked. And it's only because I said, because I've been following my intuition the whole way. So, but the latest little piece of the journey was our Tony Robbins trip over to United States of America, we uh, both had a yes, a trepid yes, but it was a yes to attend the Date with Destiny 
uh, event with Tony Robbins in Palm Beach, Florida in the last couple of weeks. A lot of you guys were following our story on the socials saying they just absolutely loved everything we were posting and they couldn't get enough of it. So we thought that you would love the a little bit of behind the scenes with the Tony Robbins and then how it's led into this head into heart business, which is something we've been talking about for years through our business. It's always been there. The thread's always been there, but I don't think it's ever been so much of the forefront of our messaging. And it's it's so important. It's the missing piece that I feel that our women uh, and our men um, need. They need. And we've been talking about the missing piece and it was something that we could both sense and feel, but we couldn't put our finger on it. We couldn't put it into words. And when you hear this journey and hear this story and how solid and available it is to us now, it's really mm. quite like outrageously synchronistic. The way synchronistic. Like, yeah. Oh, synchronistic is uh, is a term that I can't stop using because it just is happening over and over and over again. And it's just when it's synchronistic, it's that the sign to say you're on the right track. It couldn't be more clear if, if I wanted it to be. Well and be this is the feeling I'm, I've am i dreamed of and talked about for so long. And unless you have a point or somebody else to reflect it to you, it's it's easy to let it pass you by. But I think, you know, witnessing Michelle really step into this next level of leadership and love and dropping into her body and her heart and then also being able to feel it for myself, it's what we've been talking about. It's what we've been sharing. It's what we've been um, desiring personally for ourselves. So I feel like the work has been done and now it's like a sense of embodiment. You'll hear that word a lot bantied around the personal development industry a lot these days, but this is a different, like. I'm going to explain what it is. What's the difference yeah. between embodiment and just knowing stuff in this story that I'm about to tell you. So I think that'll be a really powerful way to, to explain the difference because there is one thing knowing something cognitively in your head and saying it out loud, and there's a whole other thing as the word you just used was embodiment, which is taking it into your body, taking it into your cells and anchoring it into your actual physical being. So it becomes your reality in your central nervous system. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to affirm it. You don't have to do all that surface stuff that both Michelle and I and many of our clients have been doing for years. It becomes part of your being. It becomes part of who you are without the thought, without the affirmation, without the prayer. And, yeah, that's keep going, Michelle's story. But yeah, that's it does start with an affirmation and it does start with saying it out loud. And then this is the next level or the next step, whatever you want to say, is the, is the embodiment of it. So, yeah, the Tony Robbins journey has been, it, it, it's been over the last couple of years that Diane was on the Tony Robbins bandwagon first and I was a little bit of a hesitant participant um, to the point where I said, I don't think I like him and, I'm not going to come to UPW. She said, Michelle, have you ever seen anything he's done? No, I just don't like him. And and eventually she's got me a free ticket. So I got converted instantly. As soon as the man opened his mouth, I could feel his heart and what his message was. So that was UPW in Sydney just before COVID. And um, from there, we we both signed up for diamond tickets at UPW in um, Sydney after COVID. So just recently, in the last couple of months, we went down to Sydney Again, that wasn't going to happen. Then all of a sudden, all the moons. Well, I was, I was out, Michelle. Like I remember I was saying, I've changed his ways too hard for me. Like in terms of like the masculine approach, and really not forced, but he's very cut you down to build you back up. And it's, here's it's, what we're gonna do. Yeah, yeah, it is really intense. Understand? And I say I. Say I. Four times saying no, Michelle. Yeah, it's not really, really my style anymore, and. 
I'm I've I've shifted and changed and I've softened because I went through to hell and back last year. Yeah, I had own personal challenges deep within my life and somehow some reason synchronicity hits again and we both find ourselves with a free well VIP ticket yeah I think what happened was the one we bought at COVID we thought we'd lost we as far as we all knew it was replaced with the online version which was fine but just wasn't the same and I just given I'd written it off as like okay and I, I wasn't ready to go and pay the whatever about it was to get the diamond tickets again. And I said, nah, look, it's just, we're done. We're done with Tony Robbins. Not, we, we didn't dislike Tony Robbins, but just. Thanks, Tony. We love you, but we're we over. We love you. We love you, but we're over you. No. And then for whatever reason, this email has arrived saying you, you, your diamond tickets have been reinstated and you're like, which means pretty much front row. Um, massages, you get buffet meals, you're with these amazing people and PS. Free coffees. <laughs> free coffees. Okay, well, we don't have a choice. We're going. We just got our free dime, not free because we paid them for them originally, but we got our tickets and we just cleared our schedule and chuffed off down to Sydney. Come on, Michelle, it wasn't that easy. That sounds like it was really easy. We both sat down and had to deliberate a lot. Diane, hang um, on, hang on. Old pattern, turn, you're making things hard. Let's yeah. just, <laughs> we love, this is an old pattern of ours. An old pattern of ours is making things hard. And of course- so we God, made it hard. We stayed true to that and we made it, Freaking of course, hard. of course, things had to happen for us to get there, and and yeah, it wasn't easy. But my, I'm I'm a new me. Everything's easy, so let's just say it was easy. Because yeah, well, yeah, it, it is. No, we it made it happen. Is. In in being authentic to people, I don't want them to think it's always going to be easy all of the time Agreed. because there is challenging times. And if we're being authentic back then, when we used to make shit hard all the time, it was freaking hard. It was. And we had a lot of decisions to make. We had to look ourselves in the eye. We had to have conversations together. We had to look at our bank accounts because we were at a position where the business wasn't making the money that it used to make. So we had to trust. Like we really had to deeply trust that this is the path for us. Listen to the feeling over what our head was saying and what the numbers were telling us and follow through with that. Yeah, it's so true. We had to make the choice. And even though we had free tickets, you still have to pay for your flight down. You have to live while you're down there, you've got to eat, you've got to survive, you've got to catch Ubers, you know, as anyone that travels knows, travel is not the cheapest things to do, even with the free ticket. But we both decided that it, we trusted an intuition that happened for a reason and we made it happen. And we both, as I said, moved, cleared the schedules, got the kids looked after, the dog looked after, all the stuff, went down to Sydney and had like, oh, it was it was amazing time. Um, going into Diamond was particularly enlightening for me because I hadn't done that. I was up in the Bannisters last time. This time I was front row and it just made such a difference, not just being so close to him and his energy, but the people that you surround yourself and they're all playing hard out because they've all um, fully committed to be in, in that section. So that was amazing. But the big turning point for me wasn't even about Tony Robbins during that UPW. It was a meeting I had with a lady in the hallway. So anybody that's watched my, uh, listened to my Soul Stories podcast series, and I'm going to put this on that as well. Um, I interviewed a lady by the name of Joe Omer, and we had a beautiful meeting, synchronistic meeting uh, in the hallway after me having a meltdown at Tony Robbins at UPW, um, where she came and just happened to walk past and came over to me. The whole story's on my podcast. I won't go into it. But we had this synchronistic meeting and she, her, her business, her company that she founded after going to date with Destiny, actually, is the Kunin modality, which is dropping women back into their feminine essence, taking them out of their heart, in, out of their heads, into their heart, 
and allowing them to be in their feminine embodiment. So I interviewed on a podcast and I just felt really strongly. I have been, again, the breadcrumbs has been leading me to this point. Diane and I both do embodiment work at our retreats. We both help women move trauma through their body. I've always been obsessed with hips and trauma and how we can move emotion through and how it can get stuck in our body, in our particular our hips and our back. Uh, and I've been really interested in this for a long time. So this really interested me. So I started to do her Kun Yin classes, which is a female embodiment movement class. And it's literally been changing my life. But it also at that date, that uh, UPW, after that huge experience that I had, plus the amazing um, time we had, he offered up Date with Destiny. And he's not doing them in Australia anymore. It was in Florida and we, I just went to die and I said, I've get this really strong feeling. We need to go. We have to go to the other side of the world. Did we have the money? No, not really. Not to be spending on overseas trips. Did we have the time? No, not really. No, two, kids. No, <laughs> no, two weeks away. Yeah. Like, and on the other side of the world, two weeks away, not just up the coast. And it's Christmas time where naturally everything we have had experiences in the past of Christmas being let's say tight in the uh, finance department where people usually shut everything down, stop spending money, particularly on self-development. And it's usually pretty barren and dry until about February. I was like, I don't know why, but I keep getting this message. We have to go to date with destiny. We just have to make this happen. So we agreed. Um, and we, we just did it. Didn't we? It was weird. We just did it. And now we're on the other side of it. Once again, there was challenges that popped up on the way, but it didn't seem as hard this time. Like we just decided and we got challenged along the way oh. and then we just kept meeting each challenge and we were so committed to the feeling of being there. Remember the meditations yes. and the visualizations we did, yeah. me, you and Michelle Freeman, when we were at UPW, when we got home, like Tony Robbins has you in the room until one, two, three o'clock in the morning. And then you get home and you're buzzing and you can't sleep. And we're doing visualizations of seeing ourselves in Florida because, you know, quite frankly, we didn't know how we were going to afford it. We didn't really have the time. We had to ask people for support to look after, you know, the four. Michelle's got two girls. I've got a little boy and a little girl and just kept imagining it. And then all of a sudden we were there doing it. Like it was... 24 hours travel time away from our family, from our kids, probably 20, 30 grand between the two of us, Michelle, when you add it yes. all up. Yeah, Christmas time, like in December. Different time zones, like different time zone on our head. Um, everything really on paper was against us. Really, uh, I'm a German Shepherd dog. I live here by myself. We had to get the bloody dog looked after. The dog's sick, saying, "I hope the dog doesn't die." On dad, dad, I think I had visions of dad having to put my dog down. And anyway, it, it, and all, and the other thing I had to decide too, which was really big for me, which I didn't talk to you much about, was. My son, who is 11 years old, had his uh, last day of school and his ceremony and a whole bunch of other really monumental moments in his life. And he even said to me a couple of times, Mum, are you choosing this over me? Basically is what my son said to me. Ouch. And I looked because I wanted to be there for that. And I was like, what's more important right now? <laughs> I didn't have to tell him that, but I just looked at him a couple of times and I said, Ross, because I had to do my own work on this. I said, I don't need a ceremony to show you that I'm proud of you. And I said that to him daily as I was leaving. I was like, you're going to have the best time at the ceremony. Put your hand on your heart. You're going to feel me there. 
But as a parent, as a mother who is very present with my kids and very nurturing, I would like to think most of the time, except this morning when I yelled at them because they would give me the shits and wouldn't leave my side because um, I'm away on holidays without Gus and one wants to be at this end of Marimbula, the other the other end of Marimbula, one at the beach, one at the pool, one uh, anyway. Yeah, I just had to say and do my own work around that and be like, I don't need a ceremony to show you that I'm proud of you and to celebrate what you've accomplished over the last several years. Mm-hmm. So we had all that and so much more, which we probably can't even remember or not really relevant to the the story that we're telling, the journey that we're on, but you'll be met with challenges along the way. And once again, when, you, when you're embodying your work, just as easier to take on. The challenge is easier to look in the eye and move through quicker. So instead of it being a three, four, five, six-week drawn-out period of back and forward and worrying and the vibration of uncertainty, it's like, okay, 24 hours, I've made my choice. I'm a woman who trusts myself. I'm a woman who speaks my truth and truly believes in the work that we're doing. So, yeah, let's do it. Let's go. Let's jump on that plane. Wasn't without its challenges anxiety for me as I got on the plane the further I got away from the kids like I had I don't even get anxiety but I was getting full anxiety as may had given me this rock I'm holding the rock chanting tapping oils on having a full panic attack on the plane I didn't tell the Michelles because Michelle both my sisters my older sister Michelle Anne and Michelle Freeman our yoga instructor I didn't say until I was you know through the other side of it but yeah, had a full-on panic attack every hour I further away I got from my family, from my kids, from my home. But you've got to also remember a few years ago, Michelle, you'll remember this, you will never travel again. Oh, yes, the unvaccinated. You will never travel again because you made a decision about your body. That means you will never travel again. And I had come to terms with that. I was like, I'm never going to travel again. If I get the chance or a whiff or there's a loophole, I'll find it. But, yeah, a couple of years ago we were told you will never travel again. It's one of my biggest values. I'm so excited about it. So I was moving through all that as well when I was on the plane. The darkness that came when they closed the curtains early reminded me of certain periods of my life. And God, so dramatic, Diane. So dramatic. Well, <laughs> anyway, we made it. We made it. And it was the best thing we ever did, of course, because that's what our intuition was telling us. We met some amazing people. That was probably one of my favourite parts of Tony Robbins was the people that we met um, as a particular group that we connected with at the airport of all places. And one of them was from Australia. One of them was from Washington. And the five of us just hit it off from the moment we met. And it was just a beautiful little group of us that did the work together, that held each other accountable. So that was one of my favourite parts. But the bit I wanted to get to was the learnings or the the aha moments and we've both had different ones because we went through the same process but had different um, experiences. We're in different places in the room and different experiences. But I wanted to talk about the 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 breakthrough that I had that's then led me onto where the topic that we're talking about today. So I had heaps of breakthroughs. Um, the two biggest ones were the masculine and the feminine was for me and how I think this is why we met those two two men Um, that ended up being really close in our group because they showed me that men can be in their full masculine and not be toxic and not have any strings attached or any funny business. They were just men in their pure essence and they were doing the work and they were our healing and we were their healing. And it was really, really beautiful. So that was one of the biggest takeaways I had that there are men out there that are in their masculine and that, that allows me to be in my feminine and my true essence 
So that was huge for me. That was one of the biggest things, which does actually link into what I'm about to tell you. The second thing was about self-love for me. So we had this exercise where we went through our values. We flipped all our values around, which was really interesting. And that was quite easy for me. It was pretty obvious what I had to swap around. But then we went into the rules of the values and having to change them. And that was not too bad. But the ultimate thing at the end of this huge six-day event, 16-hour days, like average five-hour sleep, sometimes four, um, and I'm a bit of an eight, nine-hour person, so five hours, well, it was enough. But it In jet lagged. And so jet, oh, yeah, jet lagged. Flip, flip the time on its side. So the morning yeah. over there was the night over here and vice versa. So our body was completely completely flicked on its head and getting four to five hours of sleep a night and running a marathon through the day. Like if you wear a pedometer, the amount that you jump and clap and dance mm-hmm. is uh, the equivalent to doing a marathon a day at Date With Destiny. Crazy. It's full on. Um, and, yeah, so we, where was I going with that? Um, you were just going through changing the rules and the values. Oh, yeah, the values. And, yes, yeah, so after the yeah after the six days, the, the pinnacle of it was this integration day where we had to bring everything we'd learned together. And we were in a group of four of us and we had a mission statement and we had to say it out loud to the group and the group had to listen and say if you were congruent or if it was in alignment and they believed you, they'd put their hand up. And so everyone picked me to go first because they said, you're the most certain here, you go first. And I was feeling pretty confident. I was like, yeah, I got this. So my my mission statement, and I've shared this on my story if you saw it um, as it was going down, but my mission statement was I, Michelle Ann, I see, hear, feel, and know that the purpose of my life is to be love, enjoy love, and share that with myself and others. And I was going great guns until I got to the word myself. And no matter what I did, no matter how many times I had it in my faulted on that word. And my group were amazing. They held me to account. They didn't make they didn't make it easy for me. None of them put their hands up. I was mortified. It was worse for me than it was on the shooting range on the police when I thought I was about to fail and I was just about in tears. And that's a terrifying thought of being in front of all your peers, doing your firearms. And I used to I used to physically feel sick before going to firearms on the thought that I might fail in front of my peers and make a dick of myself and then probably cry. And, and it was something physically that I was doing that you can't just wing it. You have to get in the in the target or you don't get it in the target. And the more nervous you get, the more the worse you shoot. Terrible, terrible. And for those of you that might be joining the journey, Michelle used to be a police officer for 23 years. Mm. So mm. we've got lots of new followers at the moment and lost her job, actually got sacked for two years ago because she decided not to get the vaccination. Mm. So if you're tuning along, like she's talking about a shooting range, like being oh, in yeah. a house that's blacked out, walking around corners with a gun up, ready to like shoot and protect. <laughs> it's crazy. But it it, it had very sim- very much similarities to that. And I had a little bit, still clearly have trauma from the, the shooting range because what both, both things, the more nervous you got and the more you failed it every time you had to do it again, it just got worse and worse. It was this vicious cycle because you fail, you don't get your, your shots on the board, you got to do it again. And everyone's waiting for you, and you're nervous. And when you're nervous, you snatch your gun and you drop your, you drop your shots bottom left. I never ever failed except once when my friggin' friend miscounted. Oh my god! I'm, I, the only time I failed my firearms in 23 years, and I was beside myself at this stage. I was in tears because I was mortified that my thing had come true that I was going to fail this thing. And uh, 
we did it like four times and I, I was gonna have to come back the next day and then she's like oh my god Sondo oh my god I I was miscounting it's like you bitch she had no idea anyway so I never failed I always shot quite well so this was very similar because the more pressure I put on myself to get this right, this statement, and the more these four eyes were beaming back at me and more I had to prove to myself, the shitter I got at it. It was terrible. I had like a ter Terrifying. Like terrifying. Standing naked, sharing your yes. soul and your vulnerability yes. with kids, sharing your not enoughness, because I've had a similar exactly. experience. Sharing your not enoughness with people who are on your level who you'd performed basically for for the last five or six days. Terrible. And one of the girls in the group was from Australia and she was like, had told me that she'd been following us for a while. So she, obviously in her head, she had perception, the same perception I had in my own head was that I was self, I could love myself. So here I'm bearing my absolute vulnerability to not only three complete strange men and this girl that was probably maybe pedestaled me in some respect. And I'm thinking, holy shit. And I was stripped bare, like their eyes were on me. I was bawling. I fell on the floor. This is dramatic. The trainer had to come over because we're in a time limit too. I'm the first one to go. We had a fairly lengthy exercise we had to get through. And this was the first part of a very long exercise. And it was the last day of five, six really we, long days. Yeah. Like we had us there till three o'clock in the morning. And this was, I think, maybe nine or 10 o'clock on the last night, Michelle. Yes, so he had broken late. our patterns. He had broken us mm -hmm. down like you had nothing left to give there was nowhere to hide because all the things that we would usually do to construct some form of safety or hide mm. behind some smile or giggle or laugh was all gone it was all wiped so michelle standing there in a room oh. full of three thousand people with those four people staring back at her and all of us having our own experience of that the energy of the room insanely oh. intense and so you fell on the floor what happened and the time limit too like our group had to get through this massive exercise and this was the first tiny piece of it. And I couldn't even, it took me, I think it was there for 40 minutes, the pressure. And I kept saying, let's move to the next one. Let me recuperate. They wouldn't, they wouldn't stand for it. They're like, no, we'll stand here till friggin' three o'clock in the morning again to get you till you get this. Oh, I love this. The trainer came over. I'm like, <laughs> she's holding my hand. She's like, take yourself back to a place where you felt love. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't. And then I thought I got it. I was like, I in my head, I was like, "Fucking!" Oh, excuse my language. I nailed right, it. Let's I, like, I nailed it, and like two of them put their hand up, and the other two didn't, and I was broken. And in, in the end, I did have to say, "Look, let's move on to the next person. Please let me. I need to recuperate." And eventually, I pulled myself together, and I eventually I don't know how, but I did. I got it. I got it, and I believed it, and I couldn't believe how much I didn't love myself. I could happily say I loved everybody. I could say I am love because I know I am. I could say that I am here to enjoy love and share that with other people because I know that. But every single time I got to the word myself, I faltered. So I've been lying to myself in the mirror work that I've been doing. I've been lying to myself when I'm talking to people on presentations, thinking. We business. We bit our business on a lie. I felt like a fraud. I was like, but you can't lie to four people staring at you reading your soul. You cannot lie. You are literally, they're reading you like a book. One flinch of an eye and there you're at. You're, 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 you're exposed. The intensity is insane, isn't it? It was insane. And But when I did it, it was the most rewarding thing ever and it really cemented it for me. But it, I, I still only just got over the line. I knew I still had a lot of work to do and that's what set me now on my, one of my biggest priorities and my 
biggest things that I committed to myself when I got back was that every single day I'm going to do something for myself, self-love. And that included getting my body back into shape. It included moving every single day. And it included doing my feminine Hunyin classes, which I had signed up for but hadn't really been doing. And that's what I did. And that's where I've changed. People are saying, oh, my God, what's going on with you? You're changed. I said, yeah, I'm changed because I realized I need to love myself. And it's a journey and it's a process. But since doing all that and committing that to myself, now I feel different. And I'm starting to starting because I've got still a way to go, but I'm starting to embody the self-love and I'm starting to feel the self-love. And then because that's happening, my vibration and frequencies changed. And now all these women are coming to me that need this self-love thing. And I was like, holy dooly, where they're coming out of the blue everywhere. And they're all needing self-love. And I'm like, okay, well, it's because my frequencies changed. So that was a really powerful exercise for me. And it's just opened and cracked my heart open. And, and since then, now I've decided that I want to become an instructor for Kun Yin, which is so out of my comfort zone. This Kun Yin is... So explain Kun Yin yes, to us. that's what I'm about to say. Yeah, so Kun Yin, the word, I keep using the word female embodiment class. It's very hard to explain. Basically, it's teaching women how to get out of their head, drop into their heart space, take themselves internal and love themselves unconditionally. And it comes in a form of dance or movement. So the instructor will have a playlist. It's beautiful, like acoustic music. You drop into the dark space. You have, I've thank you, Diane, for buying my little sheepskin rugs that we never used in circle, but I've used every day All now. Beautiful luxury things. When I bought them, Michelle's like, what are these the for? Hell? What is that They're for? They're luxury. <laughs> I just laughed. I was like, yeah, we won't be using them in this circle, but thank you. Anyway, I use them every day. So and now she's got mine. She flogged mine and now you've got the two and I've got none. Yeah, I got two and I put them together. So that's my mat. And it's all about dropping into your senses. So what, like the soft mat, what do you feel? You close your eyes, you go internal, you like, sounds rude, but it's not touch your body as in feel your skin. Um, you move your body in intuitive ways. So the instructor. I just want to put a caveat in here. Yes. If I had, a, I remember if I had heard this a couple of years ago, I'm like, what are these crazy bitches talking about? And it would have kind of repulsed me a bit and scared me. And I also remember a time where you, we would talk about oh, this. Yeah. Just be like, oh, Diane, what? don't don't say that out loud. That's unusual. And you'd be repulsed by it as well. So if there's anyone listening to this that feels a little bit of a pullback or an uncertainty, that's totally fine because what's happening is our central nervous system and our society has not been set up for women to be able to feel themselves like this. And I'm not just like talking, feeling about touching your own skin and yep. feeling your right. own softness, but feeling that softness because it hasn't been safe for us. So it hasn't been modelled for us. So the first time I heard this, I nearly vomited to be How honest. Did I? And That's what I mean. It's so out of my comfort zone. Yeah. It's ridiculously out of my comfort zone. I'm like a robot. I can't dance. Was like, not was. anymore. I certainly couldn't move my hips because I was in my head. I was worried about what people were thinking about me. I was worried about what I looked like. I didn't think I had any sexual ounce of body cell in my body. I didn't think I was sexy at all. And I thought I was just real masculine. But what I've realized through these classes is I'm a bloody sexy kitten, mate. Like <laughs> I drop into when I drop into my heart space, man. Watch out the next man that I come across because I am. I I'm am a like, sexy kitten. I'm gonna quote you. That's a big I'm not joking. And I've got a good body. And when I move it, watch out. I tell you, when you move it from a place of 
empowerment and from self-love is very different to performing for someone else. Yes. So you're dropped into your body and you're in the present moment. And I'm not Mm -hmm. sure I've had the, um, I've had snippets of what you're talking about and Mm. I can access that maybe not to the depths of what you're talking about, but it'll change your life. And you've all seen it. You've all seen how much Michelle, I've got people messaging me like, what's your sister doing? Yeah, it's hard. It is very hard to explain. And the first class I did, I was like, what the hell? Please tell me we're turning our videos off. Like it's a Zoom class. No, nobody turned the videos off. Okay, all right, let's do this. Anyway, you make the, the thing duck and everyone just goes into their own world. Nobody's looking at you. Everyone shuts their eyes. Everyone's doing their own thing. I love that. And the instructor guides you through the music but doesn't ever say you have to do this, you have to do that, and they let you intuitively move. And once you start dropping into you, out of your head and into your heart, you realise that, geez, your hips are stiff and you want to move them a certain way or if you're feeling a bit of anger and you want to just smack your leg, like your feet down on the ground or... I thought you were going to say smack your booty. Boom, boom. <laughs> if you want to. If you want to. Um, but, no, there's no judgment. It's a really beautiful, safe space. The room's dark. can't really see yourself. They can't see you. And it's 40 minutes of literally getting out of your head. So you come out of it, it's like it feels like a meditation, but you've also moved energy through your body. Because if you start moving like into um, like child's pose, if anyone knows yoga, it's like a moving yoga session. That's how I feel after a session. Oh, well, you know when you have really good sex? A couple of times and you've been foul, like in such a foul mood, and then I've seen you 30 or 40 minutes after. So tell us how that changes like instantly for you. So you're going to laugh. You know when you have really good sex with really connected with your partner and you sort of get out of your head and it's you have your release and you feel really like you come out and your your eyes are like sparkly, your skin's glowing, your face looks really relaxed, your body's relaxed and you're like a giggling little kid. It's literally like that. Like at one stage I'm like, huh, I don't even need to have sex. This is just as good. Like you get the, the, the endorphins, the, the feel-good hormones come coming through. And because you're out of your head, it's like a meditation. So you feel like you have a, had a meditation. You physically moved your body. Like last, last night I had to have a drink of water in the middle of it because I was jumping around like a crazed woman at some stage because, I don't know, that just happened. And, and, and there's a lot of like nearly Pilates work as well because you're moving your legs. So you're having to use your core up, your core body strength. So it's a little bit of physicality mixed. So it's like you've done exercise and meditation, energy work, healing, and move stuff at the same time. Plus, so you feel free after it. Yeah, you feel free. You feel empowered. You feel lighter. You feel like you can take on the world, and you feel like you actually do truly love yourself at the end. Yeah. And so, yeah. how has that affected other areas of your life? Like whether it's your business, because we work with lots of business women who, predominantly, similar to us in the past, were in our head because they're running big business or they're running a family or simultaneously family and business. Hmm. How has it affected your business and your motherhood? Well, everything, because when you are in your true essence, so if you are, uh, um, most women, not every woman, most women are naturally have a feminine essence. This is what we learned at Tony Robbins. Some women out there will have a masculine essence and that's that's what they're born with. But majority women are born with feminine essence. And But we are over time because, as you said, biz, business women, single mothers, mothers in general, I'm not even a single mother and I've been in my head so much. Yeah. We have another re- realm or range of challenges. Problems, yeah. For a partner. Or non-mothers that have their own challenge because they don't have kids or they're fully committed to their work. 
So you're in, you're constantly in your head. So when you can get out of your head and just be in your body, like embody this and become back into your true essence, being feminine, if that's your true essence. If you can drop back into your feminine essence every single day regularly, that means you're dropping back into alignment with yourself. And when you're in alignment with yourself, your frequency and your vibration changes. And then obviously when that changes, your external world starts to change because things start dropping in for you that align with your frequency. And it's usually quite high because you're, as I said, doing a meditation, healing, dopamine, physical exercise and everything all at once. So, so how has yours changed from doing that? Oh, hugely. So, I mean, my physical body, I feel, is changing. And even if it is. I must say you look pretty hot. Thanks, darling. Um, but even if it's not physically changed, I feel different. So it's it's how you look. It's it's not even physically about your physical body. It's how you carry yourself. It's, it's how you feel inside. You start to walk taller. You feel stronger. I did a yoga class the other day that I hadn't done in forever, the Bikram yoga, and I was freaking out because I hadn't done it for probably a year. And it's one of the most challenging ones. And in the and there's this one pose I always freak out about: lift your leg up and put it at ninety degrees. And I hate it because it makes me feel weak. And I was like dreading it. And I got to it and I just whipped my leg out like it was nothing. And I was like, holy, where did that come from? No idea. I think it's because I've been moving my hips and yeah, getting a bit more flexibility. So your body feels strong and sexy and different, like flowy. Yeah. More and not feminine. This robotic rush, urgent thing that we used to do in the past. Yeah. And when you're in your feminine, you're in your intuition and you're in your trust and you're yeah. in your receiving mode. So okay, then, so then with- how's that gone in your parenthood? Like have, have you found your relationship with your kids soften or change? Softening. I still have spikes of craziness. But that's just a, a journey, a learning journey. I know when I come out of those classes, I'm a much nicer person, at least for a couple of hours. Um, but it's getting better every day. It's still, I'm not going to lie and say I've still not get to cranky at my kids because I do, but I'm, it's getting better every day. Yeah, and you feel different, right? Yes. So that the like clients coming like just out of nowhere, people just reaching out, oh. And I think, well, I think this is a question burning on a lot of business ladies' lips at the moment, like, it's all good and well, and we've heard it before, like the feminine embodiment, but that doesn't get shit done. Share with us how in December that feminine embodiment and dropping into your body, like the experience and embodiment of how that's uh, reflected or resulted in shifts and changes in your business. Yeah, well, yeah, well, as I said, normally in December it's pretty tight. We've just been on an overseas holiday that probably cost us more than we expected. Um, but during that time, we were dropping into our feminine. We had two women buy retreats whilst we're in America, some two American ladies, which was phenomenal. And so then coming I, over from our retreat, which always was a lifelong dream for both yes, of us that was a dream. people travel to attend our energetics of life retreat. Yeah. And then just I have people reaching out saying, I need to book healings, I need this. And they're all women that need self-love. So this is the synchronistic thing. I've just been through this journey and I'm in the and I'm in the midst of doing it and these women are presenting that are exactly where I was a couple of months ago and they need what I have to offer because that's the frequency. So I had a lady recently that said, um, I saw, I can see something had changed in you and I wanted, I was attracted to that because it's what I want and that's why I'm here. And I was like, oh, yeah, she said, you've changed. Something about you's changed. And I said, oh, and I explained. So now my my purpose is to share that with other women. And I, so I decided, as I said, to become an instructor. I was so, as I said, so out of my comfort zone. Like I'm still doubting that I can do it. Like I'm not a natural. I wasn't. 
natural dancer. You know what I mean? I'm not, you know how some women can just shake their booty and naturally move? Yeah, it's been a journey for you and now you're claiming that new identity for yourself. So, mm. you know, the business has flourished and we haven't been working really hard or trying that much, but we looked at the numbers this morning and they were beyond what we'd mm. expected and what we'd budgeted for, like probably five times more than what we'd expected mm. and there was no, like, work involved. It was people coming to us saying, I've sensed and felt the change. We sold book packages, podcasts, products, retreats, no follow-up phone calls, no bloody sales calls. No, like when you shift and change internally, and I know you've all heard this before as a cliche, external changes. So we've had one of our biggest months, it's December, and traditionally people stop spending and you know, mm. even like 10 grand plus in the last two or three days while I've yeah. been away sitting on the beach and Michelle's been living her life and doing her thing. So yeah, that's what's possible in business. And it's really beautiful to finally receive this and open to it. Yeah. So, and I know a lot of people, I used to think it, I used to think, oh, the feminine way, yeah, no one's going to get nothing done. Everyone's going to be late all the time. But it's not like that. That's just like a um, an old narrative or story of when you split the masculine and feminine because it's a really, it's a dance of both, which is. Yeah, you have to be a little bit of both. Yeah. But you have to, there's no point being extremely in your masculine and having 1% feminine. This is bringing the balance back. Yes. And so, so that's what we are going to do personally, individually and together, both Michelle and I as a dynamic. And this morning, something incredible and amazing happened and we want yeah. to share it here with you yes. guys first. That was really cool. Yeah. So do you want to share on that, Michelle? Like, yeah. because this is leading, this journey is leading us into our next product or service, like the way that we can serve majority women who are in their head, whether they're business or parents or whatever role you're taking and drop them into their heart. And without a doubt, you will get the experience and the feeling that you're hearing Michelle and I talk about now. So this is very raw. This is vulnerable. This is new. Michelle only named it literally before we got on this podcast. Mm. Um, I'll hand over you to Michelle to share what, what we're, what we're going to offer next for people. Yeah. So firstly, I want to touch on something that I learned last night. Someone sent me a video and it was a science-based video about frequency and I watched it and I had the hugest aha moment because during the video, the scientist was saying the frequency of certain vibrations, which I know about, I teach about all the time. And I would have said, he was saying, what's the highest frequency, vibra frequency, emotion, or I don't know if emotion is the right word, but anyway, Everyone's saying words and I'm yelling at the screen. It's love. It's love. People, are you stupid? It's love. Come on. No one said love for a bit. Then finally someone said love and he said no. And I was taken aback and I was like, what do you mean it's not love? What is more higher frequency than love? Turns out it's science. It's authenticity. So I was like, holy dooly, it's authenticity. Oh, my God. So what happened this morning was, I had a, a huge realization because I decided I want to do the instructor course. Obviously, it's a big investment. It's a six-month program. I'm looking at, you know, the cash flow of the business and I trust that the future is definitely there for us, but it's a sick in the guts moment. This is what I I know. I know I need to do this. The, the cash flow or the looking at the numbers doesn't support what I want to do, right, this second. And I'm thinking my, my old way would be, oh, well, I'll just take money from somewhere else or beg and borrow, whatever, make it happen that way. And then I had this realisation this morning in my gratitude um, doing my priming that there's this is a must for me. I don't have a choice. This has to be done. This course has to be done and I just need to make it happen. So I realised, holy dooly, these women are presenting that need this stuff. 
So I had this realization that I can actually share my journey as I'm going through this course with a selected group of women that are ready to experience self-love, knowing the journey I've just been on, knowing that it's just fresh out of Tony Robbins and I'm still very, you know, learning my self-love and I want these women to come along with me in this journey. So I'm going to do my Kunyin instructor course and then I won't be sharing all the content or anything like that, but the frequency and the vibration of what I'm receiving on the course, plus obviously little tidbits that I learn along the way, plus all the experience I've had over the last 10 years of my my own journey in healing, they get that and they get as part of this little inner circle and it's needed and it's so needed. And then as a bonus to that, as these women come in, it'll be a monthly, a six month package for them and they'll come in and their investment will be a monthly a payment plan of a monthly thing. So that then that investment and those people are being served, but that's also helping support the investment that I'm making for the course. So together I'm serving these women and also serving myself by getting onto the course that I know that I have to do. I just have to do. It was amazing. So I've come up with this name and it's called the inner love circle. So it's the inner love from within yourself plus the inner circle of women that are going to be with me on the journey together. So it's going to be really special. It's just beautiful. So, it's so the beautiful. best bit of this story. <laughs> the best bit of story. I've had all this this morning happen in this, this, this exact happens just like this. And I thought, well, wow, and I'm sharing this because this is the authentic story. This is the authentic part of this. So I want you guys to hear it. You'll hear the frequency of the authenticity. And I know for a fact, because this is so authentic that this is going to fill, if not people fighting to get on it, might have to cap the numbers, Di. But um, Diane, I went off to yoga this morning. I had Vox a message from my sister. That's and me. That's you. Do you want to say what it said? You can tell them. Yeah. So basically I'd said to Michelle, because uh, I knew she was concerned about the investment and paying for the course. And I said, if you can find a way to serve others while doing this, that will support you. And I, I did it with my book, basically. I wanted to write my third book. And I was like, okay, it's a huge investment. One, I love because we work with family businesses. Like with my book, it's Natasha Denman and her family, 48-hour ultimate author. So I love, you know, paying into other families. But it's huge investments, as are we, when people come to work with us. And so Michelle was looking at, you know, working with Joe in a family business. So it feels really good to serve and be able to pay her, learn something new, serve yourself and serve other people. So for me, in my example, I um, put out other chapters of my book to be that stepping stone for women who wanted to write their own book, but weren't quite ready yet. That supported me in paying that for the publishing package. And so I said to Michelle, if you you, you've decided that you want to do this. I know you're concerned about it, but find a way to serve other people along the way and go on the journey together. And and after we did a few of the numbers, we were like, I think that happened. Okay, I'll come out in a minute. Uncle Ben's here, so I'll have to go in a minute. Yeah, right. um, yeah Michelle's like started sharing. I think you must have texted me and I voxed you. It was almost at the exact same time when we worked back the numbers at uh, the time. It was like, I think I was messaging you at the moment you were getting those downloads. So Michelle had already had the idea. She'd already come up with the name of it, uh, the feeling of it. We still don't really know the structure of it or how we're going to do it. But we do know there'll be like several ladies. I said to Michelle, sign me up. I'll be the first one on there. And in terms of authenticity, Michelle said it to me this morning, like our business is those two sisters. And I started it. So it's been, been a lot of my core essence. And I do a lot of the content and I do a lot of the sharing and I do a lot of the direction 
because Michelle's just been on a bit of a different path. But she said she could support me, but never felt fully authentic because it wasn't her messaging. It was my messaging that she was supporting. So now Michelle's been able to step into her own feminine core essence and authenticity. And this is her thing that I can now slip in behind and support and experience and be um, witness Michelle take me through this so we can come together on a different level to provide this service for each of you. Yes, it's really exciting. So, yeah, I hadn't told you about it and she'd messaged me and said pretty much word for word what I was already doing or already thinking about. So I still don't know what it looks like. That does get me a bit nervous and I get a bit in my head and then I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah, it, it it's it is it's just so aligned that it will just work out the way it's meant to work out so it'll be I think it, I think it will be a six-month package obviously there will be some group work and there'll be some sharing and um yeah it, it'll look like the way it looks however it does so it's I think, I think that probably, you're probably more clear than you realize and we'll sit down and once again because it's in alignment and we're both authentic and the synchronicities are dropping in like this which is why we decided to do this podcast now. Well, I'm away on holidays and, and Michelle's a Saturday. It's the day before Christmas Eve. The podcast is the momentum that gets built. So now we build all the content out from this. Yes. I know it will drop in for you, Michelle. You mentioned six or seven ladies. So we're possibly going to open it up to six or seven ladies. Yeah. Ross, wait, I'm on a podcast out. <laughs> the real deal. Yeah, and they, these are going to be women that are have been in their head, perhaps perhaps busy business women. Uh, that are uh, maybe doing and being in their masculine, maybe running highly successful businesses, but feeling like something's missing. And I've heard a few of those ladies say to me recently, I love what you do, but I don't need business coaching. I don't need that. But what they do need, and I think they're starting to realise, is they need time to drop out of their head. You know, yeah, even if I think another minutes. beautiful part of this is like that's been my messaging and my core essence Yes. From, from the beginning is to support powerful women, whether it's in business. I believe every woman is powerful. Yeah, it doesn't have to be in business. business. Or we've structured the business so we can serve and support everyone. It's not just for business ladies, no. but we excel with business women because that is who we are. We are here to serve. We care deeply about everybody that comes into our path, not even just the women that work with us. And you'll sense that and feel that from us, whether you've read a book, listened to a podcast, like we care about you. We yeah. are exactly and so you're not a businesswoman, and you're not a parent, but you're a woman and you want access to this feeling that you've heard Michelle and I talk about and that you get when you watch our socials, when you listen to the podcast, read the books and wonder how the hell we do this and stay sane because it is a big commitment, let me say. <laughs> is yeah. that like we've devoted our life to this and to you? So yeah, I'm really excited to see what Michelle comes up with and how I can slip in and support in the creation of this yeah. what did you say it's called the inner love circle the inner love circle so yeah it's for any women business women or not business women does any woman that is committed and they have to be committed that's one of my uh boundaries that i'm gonna set no no half-assing don't come in unless no you're half-assing come on we're done with that no no half-assing if you're ready to to start loving yourself and start having a more peaceful existence then then you're welcome in if you're half in, half out, you're not welcome. Is that a this bit is right? not the thing for you, yeah. No, it's it's full. It's it's it's. I want committed women. As I said, I don't. It doesn't matter if they're not business women. They just have to be committed to their growth. And as part of the the inner love circle, I'll be offering access into the Kunyin portal as well as part of the um the the course. 
So they'll be able to- you guys will be the founders of it and you'll support Michelle and me like in building out this uh, service for people. Mm. So after and I finish my course, yes, I'm going to be in, sorry, you go. I'll just cut you off completely. We'll take your feedback very seriously as well. Like, you know, we're here to continue to evolve and grow together. So yeah, you'll, you'll be a founder in it and it won't probably be perfect because we're learning and growing on the run, but you get to see the behind the scenes on how we, cultivate and create very authentic, real conscious products that continue to serve even when we're on holidays, even while Michelle's doing her beautiful yoga classes and going away for Christmas, like we will have sales coming in because we're serving people to the deepest level. Yes. And I feel like after this experience together, Michelle, individually and together, like we can drop deeper into that as well yeah. and really allow this to be a moment of fuck we've done it like this was our mm. this is what we used to talk about when we were sitting there pulling our hair out when we were doing the work of 10 people when we didn't know where the next dollar was coming from and I just kept saying you know let's put the next foot in front of the other and it's I, I believe in this I believe in in women and it's just needed so mm-hmm. mm. and it's needed as much for the women as it is for the men because the men oh. out there are dealing with these masculine women that are, are like bull at a gate crushing them to death basically so the men need crushing them to death the men need the women to be more feminine Mm -hmm. feminine as in wearing dresses and lipstick that's part can be part of it but feminine in the essence the feeling the feeling of allowing the man to be the man and dropping into their heart space and allowing to be looked after and allowing to soften and surrender and let their hair down and actually have some bloody pleasure in their life for a change. Oh, gosh, yeah. God you, forbid a woman has pleasure. You don't know what you're in for. Like this will blow your It's pretty off. cool. So, yeah, come um, keep an eye out for when we re- when we release the, the package. It's going to be a New Year's thing. So we do have another thing running at the same time, but that's okay. In a love circle, keep an eye out. You'll get access to the portal so you'll be able to do those classes that I told you about. Turn your video off if you're scared. People have done that. One spot's taken because I'm going to take one. Oh, are you just? Are you committed? I qualify. (laughs) I need a qualification. Um, Yes. So, and as I said, at the end of that, I'm going to be a certified Kunyin instructor. Uh, And and that will be added into all our packages and retreats. That will be Michelle's addition to an already incredible, amazing uh, experience at the retreats and in our online courses. So, yeah, it'll all be added. Yeah. So it's exciting. So there you go. You heard it here as it's hot off the press. Straight right, well, it was literally this morning that we birthed that. So feel if you're listening to this podcast, feel feel very special. Very, very special. You heard it from the sex kitten first. <laughs> I can't you, believe I called myself a sex kitten. Thank oh you, everybody, for oh joining. Oh, my lordy me. <laughs> I'm i do another one now. I'm back in my head. What are you you're thinking? Going. What are you thinking? Still go back in my head. I'm like, oh, my God, Michelle you're a robot but that's beautiful that you have that contrast too you're still human you're still oh still going shit it did i just imagine that yeah like i was that free maybe i'll maybe maybe i'm imagining it maybe that didn't actually happen but it's a new new identity for you right so you have to keep practicing Mm. it until it becomes more of who you are and the other stuff like dissolves and dissipates Mm. and disappears Mm. and i do know i'm intuitive that's that's a given and and all this stuff is intuitive oh You've been talking about this for years. I know. I've been taking intuitive stretching at retreats and I've been saying you just got to go feel your body and you know how to move it. Like I've been talking and teaching this without knowing what it is. 
Same yeah. with shamanic work. I was talking mm. and teaching it before I knew it was called shamanism. Mm. Um, it's intuition, and I know I'm intuitive, so it, that's a given. So we just give that a big tip, and the tips will follow later. Yeah, baby. I'm going to quote you. There's a few good quotes in that. Yeah. Great. Thanks. All right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We're looking forward to having you along the journey and just sending you all so much love. Yeah, I'm going to have a cocktail with my friend Kelly for Christmas. I'm going out to say hello to Uncle Ben. A little margarita, sneaky margarita and a prawn salad. (laughs) Nice. Pop my beautiful day off. All right, everyone. Have a lovely Christmas if you're listening to this before Christmas. Probably not because we have no staff on. Probably get this in the new year. We get get, how do we get this thing up, Diane? We don't know how to do it. Our team do it. it. You have to beg and plead. You'll work it out. Right. Love you guys. Gotta go. Bye. See ya. Congratulations. If you've actually made it this far, you have completed more than most mothers ever do. You actually got to finish something for yourself. If you like what you heard, found yourself nodding and smiling, secretly wondering what it's like to be a millionaire mum, I'll meet you over there on our website, www.thosetwosisters.com, where we get to know each other better and you can subscribe to our Sister Share newsletter and get the real, raw, unfiltered secrets of becoming the aligned woman you were born to be.